It's a new day. Father, we thank you for this moment. One more time, you are faithful. And you have begun with us so well, we know we shall end well. Your glory shall be intensified even as we share your word. And you alone receive all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, please sit down. We're just adding a little to what we have been talking about some few Sundays. We said you cannot do serious expansion work, kingdom expansion, without money. And the money will surely come from us. And if our works are not producing, our businesses are not producing, there's no how we'll get what to bring even to church. Sometimes even transportation becomes difficult for some people. So if we are talking about soul winning, then we should also examine the divine principles that produce the money. And so much has been said about the Macedonian church. But I always want to... Oh, I forgot about you, eh? Sorry. <laughs> I always want to touch certain platforms that will be like the foundation stone that takes care of several other things. Amen. Amen. You see, there is where to stand to be fruitful. If you don't, you don't stand there, no matter how much you struggle, you will not bear fruits. And one of such areas is the fear of the Lord. Obedience is anchored on the fear of the Lord. Profitable giving is anchored on the fear of the Lord. Effective outreach unto the lost is anchored on the fear of the Lord. So if we are talking about financial prosperity, we cannot do so effectively without ensuring that that very foundation is in place. So we are talking about the fear of the Lord, the bedrock for financial prosperity. What is the fear of the Lord? It is not that God is so terrifying that when you see him begin to run away. But it talks about something else. It talks about reverence. 
reverential fear. You so respect him, you so, you so revere him, that you cannot afford to disobey him. We'll read a few scriptures this morning. Dilate on those scriptures. And by the time we are done with those scriptures, and many more that may spring forth, you will understand what we're talking about. So number one, we are not saying be afraid of God. We are saying have great respect for God. Sorry. Sorry. teacher. Amen. That what a person is demanding from you goes against your constitution and the things that you may want to do by saying, because of the respect I have for you. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead. So, so your, 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 your situation, the atmosphere will not naturally permit you to respond that particular way but because it is God. That is what we are talking about. That you so magnify God in your heart. So much so that whatever he says you don't raise any doubt over it. You go on to do it without any, any trace of doubt. When you came in here this morning, did you check the strength of our chairs before you sat down? Did anybody check? He said, please sit here and then you sat. Because you know the chair is expected to receive you. I'm one of the few people who go to places when, the, <laughs> when I'm given a chair, I ask, are you sure this chair can cooperate with me? You know, in, in my village, you have go there for funerals, they will double the seats. And sometimes they make, they make it so embarrassing that they will put three together. <laughs> but ordinarily, Nobody doubted the ability of the child to receive you and to keep you. 
But this chair has never spoken to you before. Why do we doubt this God? The owner of the heavens and the earth. The one who created you. And has been keeping you. And will keep you unto the earth. The faithful one. Who did not deny us his son. That through the son you have become who you are today. Why do we still doubt him? So reverential fear has to do or it breaks grounds for love. That you love God so much. And you respect him so much. Can we have that scripture there? Have I mentioned the scripture? Eh? Oh, and you are still looking at me. Thank you. Deuteronomy chapter 10. And verse 12. You give us any translation you want to give us and then the message. There's something I saw over there with the message that I want you to take note of. And now Israel, can we read that together? And now Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. So, loving God, walking the ways of God, serving the Lord, your God, not just out of lip service. What makes that possible the fear of the Lord. Let's see the message translation of that. So now Israel, what do you think God expects from you? Just this. Just what? This. Live in his presence in holy reverence. Follow the road he sets out for you. You may not like the nature of the road. You may not like the objects you see on the road. You may not like anything about the road, but he said, just follow. Then love him. Serve him. Serve the Lord your God with everything you have in you. Everything you have in you. And I want to interpret that one in a very funny way. What is inside you? What do you have in you? Can somebody tell me? I want about two, three people mention, just mention one. What do you have inside you? Yes, sir. Your heart, your liver. Mm. Teacher. 
Yeah, but it's not true. The heart is your spirit. The real you. And then he says, your liver, I add intestines. I add everything. So bless the Lord of my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. The totality of my being. Spirit, soul, and body. Everything. Growing up, growing up as a as a as a child. I think about six years old, I made a statement that I have followed up throughout my life. That I'm older than my stomach. So my stomach cannot tell me what to eat and what not to eat. My grandmother kept on referring to that statement till she died. So I don't vomit because of food. I vomited in those days when I used to drink. But I don't vomit. I ate food and my stomach said I don't want it. That's an aberration. And I'm beginning to understand since I became a Christian that uh, maybe what I kept on saying addressed my stomach to receive anything I give to everything that is in you is at your command everything so when you fear the Lord and you are serving God with all of your heart the entire body is responding to the vibes Obey his commandments and regulations that he commands you, like the one I'm going to say to you today. And he said, Live a good life. What? Good life is not in the kind of meat that you eat. That's one of the funniest things you will hear in this our part of the world. When somebody is killing himself, say, I'm living good. Check to know what that good is. Is in the in the quantum of the meat that you find upon his food. I'm talking about life approved by God. A life that glorifies God. A life that allows God's glory to be seen upon your life. Live in his presence in holy reverence. Now I see that one as the right, the very apt definition of fear of the Lord. Live in the presence of God. 
In holy reverence. Hallelujah. That's what God demands. Of us. That's what He requires of us. If that is the only thing, why are we denying Him of our cooperation? Joshua 24 and verse 14. Can we have it? Now therefore fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity, in truth, and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Then he says, serve the Lord. No cream, na afe to one an animal abosum minatubu, na sum on yankopon. I will Egypt. About there are some gods that our grandfathers didn't give to us. We developed them. Bosom be a honoma, and yea, none anomaly. I have told you before that I used to have a god. May Gatcha was my life. Now may war, Bosom be our my brabo. That god was my books. Nasa abosum no any. I have been delivered from that one, but there are still some traces. If you handle my books roughly, I will react. I will react. I don't think of the reaction. It comes by itself. I mean, you must have respect for books. Have respect for books. Have respect for written materials. You see this paper here. Yesterday night, I was lying down when the Holy Ghost began to show me something. This was the only thing I could find. So I picked the paper and I asked my wife to give me pen. It wasn't yesterday, it was morning, early hours of the day. Hmm? Hmm? Some people will say, "Some of the cultural don't suck can." Now, before my money, and so in my house, you don't touch papers. That is not part of the God. When you ask uh, Pastor Isaiah Junior, he will tell you, "Want to live with me in peace?" When you see my papers. Put them somewhere and be quiet about it. But if I look for it and I don't find it, the whole day, you also won't enjoy the day because I'll be moody. And when I'm moody, you won't enjoy me. 
Some of you, it is your cars. Not even your wife or your husband can touch the car freely. Even for your spouse to just warm the car for you is a huge problem. The gods. Some of us, the God we have is our stomach. Food. That's the reason why anytime we talk about fasting, that will help you in the area of fear of the Lord, you react to it. When we say fasting, that is a fasting a very good power and say oh doctor say menya osa oh yeah go ahead speaking hallelujah the day we talk about fasting you remember you you are an osa patient let's go for evangelism i have been having muslim pool of late ritual things that you react to is a huge challenge Let's raise some money for a particular thing and then you, you sit down there and you call register. Yeah, yeah. The role. Brother Swan, so she go and give Brother Swan, so and then this sister, this one that gave testimony last Sunday, let him, let him go and, 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 and so I don't have much on me. There is no day they will ask you to give money that you will be happy about it. No day. You always have an excuse. If I give, what will happen? It will happen. You will happen. Very good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Serve the Lord. Serve Him. When you serve God, serve with yourself. First, donate yourself to Him. That is the key, the Macedonian key. You donate yourself to God. And then donate yourself to the men that stand in for God. I mean, your pastors. You may not like them, but believe in what they are saying to you. If you go to church on the basis of whether you like or hate a pastor, you'll be robbing yourself. How many of you are very happy with your children? You send them, they don't go. Will you be happy? You won't be happy. Indeed, there are certain things you will deny that child. And sometimes you forget that you are our children. Even though I don't like to call you my children. I will want to look at you as friends. 
But when we expect something from you, that will help the work and you withdraw. And you say, expect us to be very happy. Then you have become an oppressor. Mm. It's very important that God place upon this fear of the law. It's very important that God places on a fear, the fear of the law. One dimension, operational dimension of the Holy Ghost is called the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Isaiah 11 and verse 2. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. If there is any spirit that you want to be identified with, it should be the spirit of the fear of the Lord. If you want to sustain the giftings of God in your life, then embrace the spirit of the fear of the Lord. That is their foundation. Have you not seen people with great, great, great ministries of healings, signs and wonders who crash on the way? How can you explain this? That a man is so anointed. With, with great evidence. Yet to be sleeping with some people's wives. Yet you be stealing church money. And yet you can be so vulgar and speak things that you can you even you cannot talk about. Where is the anointing coming from? That the person is behaving this way does not mean that's have the anointing. He has rejected the spirit of the fear of the Lord. What shall he profit a man? If he gains the whole world and loses his soul. If you are able to do all manner of miracles, signs, and wonders, but people cannot see you as a role model, what have you gained? So for every blessing of God that he brings your way, if you want to profit by that blessing and make people profit by the same blessing, then you must learn to walk in the fear of the Lord, giving reverence to God. Any man of God who is a glory seeker doesn't have the fear of God in him. Don't be a glory seeker. Because you are not a source of that thing that happens. 
When God begins to manifest himself in your life and ministry, if you have the fear of the Lord, you will look for where to stay and give him all the glory. As you keep on giving him glory, the more exploits you will see in your life to embrace the spirit of the fear of the Lord and you'll be distinguished no one will tell to serve God you serve him because there's a love bond between the two of you there's what a love bond Come won't permit me to read any further scriptures, but let me say this to you. David was a man of great exploits. He fought about 60 and over wars, battles, and never lost any. He was one king that was described as priest, prophet, and king. That young child was a, was a shepherd. Taking care of the sheep of the father. But he had a relationship with God. And he had fear for God. So he could not countenance sin. Hallelujah. is it Once you saw so good. Hallelujah. We always talk about the sins of David so easily. He slept with somebody's wife and killed the husband. And we say those things. But when you go to Psalm 51, you will see the heart of that man. Who remembers what he said over there? Yeah, yes, sir. Yes. Create in me a new heart and renew your spirit within me. Yes, sir. Cast me not away from your presence, O Lord. How many of us feel so terrible when we know we have gone off? Now after you have embarrassed a brother, you still walk out in pomposity. After you have insulted your wife in public and she's talking about it, you are still angry. You are popped you don't respect your pastor. He is talking about it, and you are still popped up. You are talking. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. <laughs> you will like to hear what I want to say now. There's a school called Achenshia Secondary School. And they invited Achimota people for a program in the school. Well, I had it too. I had it. But I was not there. And then the Achimotans arrived over there. When the senior housemaster saw their vehicle, he ran to the headmaster. I The Achimotans are here. We are not of the kind of grammar who speak. Which English are we Whether it is true or not, to me, I heard it. Ah. Amen. Amen. Get you me. At your present level in the Pentecostal dimensions, you have the Holy Ghost on your inside. You may mark him wrong in so many areas. But in his dispensation, God called me a man after my heart. You bask in sin, you bask in the sins that you enter into because you have no fear of God in you. But David didn't do that. David lived his life that, that he loved the Lord so much. He fell short in some areas. But he kept his relationship with him. And since God is the God by whom all actions are weighed, God saw him as one that feared him. And he established an eternal covenant through him. So I'm not saying that you have not made mistakes before. I'm not saying I've never made mistakes before. But we can always turn back to God. The grief that grips you when you go off is a sign that you have the fear of the Lord in you. Later we have the same David. Saying concerning the building of the temple of the living God. In chapter 29 of 1 Chronicles, beginning from verse 1. Now he says, I have, because of my affection, because I've set my affection after the Lord. My affection. Because he loved this God. The one that he revered so much. He's so prepared 
and gather sufficiently for the building of that, that and his personal donation was much more than what the entire nation gathered what was the key what was the key love he had for God but he was anchored on his fear the reverence he had for God don't go and pray his prayer but have his attitude of protecting the love you have for God and the reverence you have for him protect it Tell somebody on your left and to your right, walk in, in the fear of the Lord. Tell that person, walk in holy reverence. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is what by the help of God, I present to you today. That you pray concerning this. Convert, convert that spirit. Convert that spirit. If you want to enjoy the power of God, convert that spirit. If you want to, you want to, you want people to respect you. So that seed of reverence of You cannot keep God in reverence and not be humble. You cannot walk in that dimension and be seen with your shoulders rising up. And don't forget, it is a walk. Even it's a walk, because that spirit is in you, keep on practicing it. Give it room and don't destroy it. Don't feel comfortable after you have insulted somebody, even the absent. You are not bold enough to tell the person to his face. You don't, you, when the person is one of you, it's one of the person. When the person comes, you cannot. You know why? You lack the capacity. Have backing. Make sure that you live your life to please God by the help of the Holy Ghost. By the help of the Holy Ghost. Stop saying that because you have the Holy Ghost in you, everything is okay. Potentially, everything is okay. But you must walk in it. So forth. You have that deposit in you, stay it and let it show. Let people see it. May the Lord stretch his hand over your life today and release upon you the rays of glory that will make you walk in his fear. 
may that spirit of the fear of the God consume you and make you stand out in the midst of the committee of men in the name of Jesus Christ. May you come to a point of accepting your weaknesses and asking help from heaven. God won't deny you what you ask for his help. You will not be found wanting. You will not fall short. But you will keep on growing from glory to glory, walking the fear of the Lord and making exploits in life. May God look at you and call you a man after my heart in the name of Jesus Christ. You are very, very much blessed and highly favored. Everything about you is great in the name of Jesus Christ. Good morning.